Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This is going to be for Jeremiah chapter 7. The word, of, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah, that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in peace. Or I will cause you to dwell in this place. Trust ye not in lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. For if we thoroughly or thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if ye thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if ye oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your hurt, then will I cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave unto your fathers forever and ever. So what he's telling them is that even though you may have the temple, uh, that doesn't mean you're going to be be able to stay in peace if you don't keep the commandments. And, and here he's telling him to help the stranger and the fatherless. Verse 8, Behold, ye trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will ye steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, and walk after other gods whom ye know not? And come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered to do all these abominations. Is this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, saith the Lord. The temple would not save them. The boldness of Jeremiah's statement can be realized only when one recalls the importance given to the temple by the reforms of Josiah in 621 B.C. Josiah had made in the sole place of sacrificial worship of Jehovah for all Jews in an attempt to stamp out idol worship. The temple and its priests thus had acquired by this time greater importance than ever before. Then in the name of Jehovah, Jeremiah issued a challenge that stuck at the very existence of the temple. He plainly told the Jews that if they would mend their ways and become righteous, they would be spared. Otherwise, not even the temple would save them, because they had made the temple a den of robbers. Because of the great reverence the people had for the temple, though it was a false reverence, it is not surprising that Jeremiah was quickly arrested and imprisoned. The language of Jeremiah 7.11 combined with that of Isaiah 56 was used by Jesus when he cleansed the temple. That's from the Institute Manual. Verse 12. But go ye now unto my place, which is which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did, did to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. The Ark of the Covenant had been kept at Shiloh. This tells that the Ark would be taken away. After the Israelites under Joshua conquered the land of Canaan, the tabernacle, the equivalent of the temple, was set up at Shiloh. Eventually Israel became so wicked that they set up graven images and worshipped them in direct competition with the tabernacle. A short time later, the Philistines attacked the Israelites and defeated them. They overran Shiloh and took the Ark of the Covenant in the battle. The parallel between Israel and Judah should have been evident, but for the wicked to look to the temple as a source of protection was foolish. Jeremiah, in, in chapter 7, reminded the people that obedience is more critical to God than, an out, than the outward rituals of sacrifice performed in the temple. Again, that was out of the manual. 
Verse 13, And now because ye have done all these works, saith the Lord, and I spake unto you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not, and I called you, but ye answered not. Therefore will I do unto this house, which is called by my name, wherein ye trust, and unto the place which I gave to you and to your fathers, as I have done to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight, as I have cast out all your brethren, even the whole seed of Ephraim. Therefore pray not thou for this people, neither lift up your neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to, the, to me, for I will not hear thee. Seest thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven, the fertility god, such as the Babylonian Ishtar, and to pour out drink offerings and, uh, and unto other gods that they may provoke me to anger. You can see that the condition that Lehi is under here is Jeremiah the prophet, uh, the wickedness of Jerusalem that uh, Lehi had to get out of town. Do they provoke me to anger, saith the Lord? Do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces, to their shame or disgrace? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, mine anger and my fury shall be poured out upon this place, upon man and upon beast, and upon the trees of the field and upon the fruit of the ground, and it shall burn and shall not be quenched. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Put your burnt offerings unto your sacrifices, and eat flesh. For I spake not unto your fathers, nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their, their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Therefore thou shalt speak all these words unto them, for they will not hearken to thee. Thou shalt also call unto them, but they will not answer thee. But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished, and is cut off from their mouth. Cut off thine hair, O Jerusalem, and cast it away. This is a symbol of grief. And take up a lamentation on high places, for the Lord hath rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the children of Judah have done evil in my sight, saith the Lord. They have set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to pollute it. And they have built the high places of Topeth, or to Tophet, which is in the valley of the sun Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I commanded them not, neither came it into my heart. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that it shall no more be called Tophet, nor the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter, for they shall bury in Tophet till there be no place. And the carcasses of this people shall be meat for the fowls of the heaven, and for the beasts of the earth, and none shall fray them away." Then will I cause to cease from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land shall be desolate. So these are all prophecies about what was about to happen to Jerusalem. Now remember that this is during the time that Nephi and Lehi and his family are there, and, and this is what's going to cause them to get out of town. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.